Hey there, it's Pragyan and you're streaming Question Scoop. So today, you will be listening to Football the Revolution. Well, it is part 4 of our football series. It was during the 1970s when football truly became the most beautiful game on the planet. It was the time when fans thronged the stadiums not just to see their teams win but to also witness the modern and revolutionized game of football. New tactics were born. Players like Pele, Johan Cruyff, Diego, Maradona, Mitchell, Platini took the game to new heights and their names became more synonymous with artists than footballers. Although football's popularity was growing exponentially, players were less scrutinized by media and fans during those days. It was not a very rare sight to see players puffing cigarettes on the training grounds. Players were closer and approachable to fans during that decade, popularly known as the Age of Innocence. What followed this decade was rising hooliganism. In the 1980s, people saw the dirty side of the game. Now let's talk about the early 1970s. Brazil won their third Jules Rimet Trophy, that is FIFA World Cup, in 1970. But it was the Dutch and the Germans who took the world by storm. Ajax Amsterdam of the early 70s, managed by Rinus Mikkels, won three consecutive European Cups after another Dutch side. Feyenoord have won it in 1970. This Ajax team was not only popular due to their success but also because of the stylish and graceful football. The likes of Johan Kroof and Nieskens destroyed the opponent's defences. The total football philosophy created by Mikkels is now more popular in today's football and adapted by Marcelo Bielsa and Pep Guardiola. The Dutch national team also reached two World Cup finals in 1974 and 1978, adapting this philosophy only to be defeated by West Germany and Argentina. So what is this total football? Total football is a tactical theory which basically involves fluidity of positions. Using these tactics, managers encourage players to play a flexible brand of football where they could interchange positions frequently except for the goalkeeper. This tactic is highly successful with teams that include versatile players. Other main aspects of the theory were the utilization of space, pressing and playing high defensive lines. The pitch is compressed while defending and expanded while attacking. But this theory can be negated too. As seen in the 1974 World Cup final where the Netherlands were defeated by the tactical brilliance of West Germany where it deployed aggressive man-marking and flooded the midfield to counter total football. Success of West Germany was partly due to the rise of German club Bayern Munich and the influential ball-playing defender Franz Beckenbauer. Bayern Munich won three consecutive European Cups and a host of league titles under the leadership of France and the prolific goalscorer Gerd Müller. Apart from the tactical evolution, football was emerging on other fronts too. The introduction of colour television gave rise to the number of TV audiences. 
Football Association in Britain introduced a new ruling in 1971 which ensured the clubs to stage women's matches. The appearance of black players in English and Scottish league was met by protests from fans who were often motivated by politicians and it took some time for the league to accept them. It was also during the decade when transfer fees started rising. Players leaving their homelands for money also became very common mainly due to the rise of money infused major league soccer in the USA. Now let's talk about the late 1970s and early 1980s. Liverpool emerged as the most successful English club during the late 70s and early 80s when they won a total of 4 European Cups and 7 league titles. This great team was built by Bill Shankly and guided by his successor Bob Paisley and operated on the basic mantra pass and move. During 1977 to 1984 a total of 7 European Cups were won by English clubs which also included Nottingham Forest and Aston Villa. But these good times for English clubs ended with a disaster in 1985. There was already a rise of hooliganism in Great Britain during the turbulent resign of the government which gave rise to unemployment. All this culminated on the sad night of 29 May in 1985 when around 14 Liverpool fans led to a fatal crash resulting in the death of 39 people who were mainly Italians and injury of 600 lives in the Hazel Stadium. This happened just before the kickoff between Liverpool and Juventus in the European Cup final. Although the game was continued to avoid further unrest and Juventus won their first Continental Cup, but English clubs were banned from participating in the next 5 European Cups by the UEFA. This ended the dominance of English clubs in Europe, although the England national team was exempted from any ban. At last, Let's talk about the late 1980s. The late 1980s brought the Italian league Serie A to prominence. This league had players of the greatest technical abilities like Diego Maradona, Platini, Marco Van Basten. The increasing popularity of Serie A also saw the rise of the Italian national team which won their first World Cup in 1982. The late 1980s was also dominated by Italian club AC Milan which won many titles under the tutelage of Arrigo Sacchi. The 1986 World Cup brought Diego Maradona to superstardom in which he helped Argentina to the second World Cup title. It was during this tournament when Maradona scored hand of god goal against England. The 1980s was embraced for yet another disaster in FA Cup semi-final match involving Liverpool and Nottingham Forest which happened in the Hillsborough Stadium in 1989. Around 96 Liverpool fans lost their lives due to a fatal crash which was due to the overcrowding of the stand. So let's end this on a positive note. Johan Cruyff got into management and built the great dream team of Barcelona football club when he joined in 1988. He brought similar tactics to this great Barcelona team that he learned from Mikels during his playing career and made them more revolutionary in line with the changing times. 
he gave barcelona a new footballing identity with his evolutionary tactics he once said playing football is very simple but playing simple football is the hardest thing there is well that's it for today guys thanks for listening this is me signing out hope you have got some knowledge and some question to school wait for the part 5 of this football series keep engaging and watching our upcoming content on questions go till then stay home and stay safe